first time to the Adrian Ross show. As always, I love when you join me for the show and I'm ready to jump right in. But first, thank you for those who tuned in to the last episode, which was the celebrated 100th episode. And I was so thankful to have the BMG Network team with me. As you know, the Adrian Ross show is a product of the BMG Network. And so the BMG Network team, we were together and we celebrated the 100th episode. And I even had a little cake after that. Now, listen, when I say 100th episode, that's a wonderful thing. But actually, I didn't count bonus episodes or the pilot episode. So actually, this is episode 109 because I've already done 108, but I chose to celebrate the 100th episode without, without the extra, right? But now hitting the ground running and moving forward and looking forward to the next hundred and the next and, and whatever God would have. So we're going to dive right into today's episode, which is very, very important. And uh, it's just me today and some video, but I've got something to say. So here we go. Okay. So I imagine, you know, that June 25th, Saturday was the one year anniversary of the reversal of Roe v. Wade. And so, wow, it's been a, a quick year and a lot of people had a lot of things to say about that via social media and otherwise on Saturday. You've got one side, of course, who are celebrating as they should. And you have the other side, including former President Obama, including this current administration and others who are uh, whining about the loss of quote unquote abortion rights. Um, and I did a Substack column on this one year and um, and where we are now. And it had some, some interesting facts about where we've come and the gains we've made. Now I am on record as saying that I'm a believer that abortion should be banned on a federal level. But I also recognized, as I did a year ago, that the reversal of Roe v. Wade and sending it back to the states is a step in the right direction. Do I think that that's where it should be? Absolutely not. I believe that a life is a life. And just as a woman can't kill a man in, in California, it's okay in California, but it's not okay in Nebraska. I mean, a life is a life and, and these unborn babies are lives. And so I look forward to when it's a thing of the past, a, a horrible stain on our history, but no longer a part of who we are. Having said that, again, I recognize that the reversal of Roe v. Wade on June 25th, 2022 was a step in the right direction. And so uh, people have been, have been celebrating that as we have gotten to the one year anniversary. Now, I wasn't even remembering that it was the one year anniversary when I happened to see this clip of Representative Nancy Mace from South Carolina speaking to Neil Cavuto. I saw the clip. I didn't watch it myself. I don't watch Fox News uh, anymore, haven't in a long time, and certainly am not interested in doing that now. Had to say that now that I've said it. I saw a clip of Representative Nancy Mace and her her remarks concerning abortion and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and a 2024 presidential candidate, of course, and a move that he has made uh, to ban abortion at six weeks. So this is what she said, this Republican woman, Nancy Mace, Representative Nancy Mace, 
I will I will show you this. You can watch, you can listen, and then I will make some comments on that. I uh, have to find some sort of a middle ground on this or, or we're going to lose big. She joins us now. Congresswoman, you have been critical of some of the efforts to, to, to go beyond the court's decision and some states moves, even in Florida, uh, to say no abortions after six weeks, et cetera. Where do you think this is taking you and the party? Well, we saw last year in the 22 midterm elections, we we didn't win as many seats as we should have, this being a defining issue for our party. I mean, look, Republicans won the Super Bowl with the Dobbs decision. They got Roe overturned. Um, but what happened as a consequence of that is that voters really rejected the idea of Roe being overturned, even pro-life voters. And I saw it in my own district. I actually made the issue of rape and incest as a cornerstone of my campaign in the general election because I wanted women to know that I cared about them. And you're right, we have to find middle ground in 24 if we want to win over um, suburban women and others. We have to show that we care about women at the same time that we care about life. And I'm trying to show a path forward and how you do that, Neil. But the argument is that there might not be a path forward right now. You can't win for love or money on the issue. I know the DNC says that you, you know, you're trying to have it both ways, that you've been a hypocrite on this. What, mm -hmm. what do you say to that? Well, I haven't. My, my voting record speaks for itself. In fact, they, they dinged me for a fetal heartbeat bill in South Carolina. But at the time, we were the only state in the nation to have any exceptions for rape or incest on that bill because I told my story about being raped as a teenager. One of the things that I want to emphasize with voters, whether they're Republican, Democrat or independent, is that we should, as a society, all of us find some common ground. And that being, we need to show that we support women that are facing difficult decisions and are in difficult positions. The second thing that we can do, and as I think that we can all agree that we want to reduce the number of abortions in this country. Um, that's something I think most Americans, regardless of your party or political affiliation, we all can agree to do that. It's just how we get there and do it together as a nation is the greatest question. And I'm trying to show a path forward on those issues. Do you agree with a standard definition, maybe one that's accepted more over the world at 12 weeks? Well, I would say 12, 15, or 20 weeks. Most people don't want to see a ban before the second trimester. Most people don't want to see abortions in the third trimester. So some, at some point during the second trimester. But do you, have, do you have your own personal preference? Yeah, I've always said sort of 15 to 20 weeks, and as long as we have exceptions for rape and incest. But I think, you know, that's the wrong conversation to have today. I want to talk about how we protect women that are in difficult decisions if no, they no, have an unwanted pregnancy. I understand pregnancy. that, Congresswoman, yeah. but does it, a six-week move, like what Governor DeSantis just did in Florida, does that go too far to you? It goes too far. And what that Florida bill also did is it mandated reporting of rape to the state. And, I, and those are things that if you're a victim of rape or a girl is a victim of incest, those are very hard pills to swallow. It's not supported by the vast majority of Americans. The vast majority of Americans support some sort of gestational limit in the second trimester. Okay. I want to spend just a little bit of time uh, talking about what uh, Congresswoman Mace said. I am extremely frustrated with the idea of life being considered an issue. The issue of life. I know we use that terminology. The issue of life, the abortion issue. We have got to understand that we're talking about lives. 
This is not the same as the tax code issue, gas price issues, immigration issues. And, and of course, those are all important, okay? But we've gotten so cavalier and life has become such a political thing, unfortunately, that we relegate it to just an issue, you know, as he asks her, so at what, what stage of pregnancy are you okay uh, with abortion or at what stage is it no longer okay? And she's just like, well, you know, I've always said 12 to 15 weeks. And, and I, I try to wrap my brain around that because it has become such an issue, you know, as we treat it, that it's not like, well, the child is no, no more alive at 15 weeks than the child was at six weeks. But notice that she feels that Governor Ron DeSantis has gone too far with six weeks, with a six-week ban. I say he's not gone far enough because that baby is a baby at one week, at one moment right? The baby didn't just become a baby when she decides at 12 or 15 weeks that then, then that's off limits. And so I know that they're, they're thinking politically. Well, she's thinking more than politically, and I'll get back to that. But many people are thinking politically. And so, you know, politically, we're not going to get anywhere if we push six weeks, um, is what she's saying. Or, you know, some people, if we push the issue, issue at all, some people feel. And, uh, and that's sad. You know, you look at the left, and they are willing to die on that hill of abortion. You know, that's um, after this reversal of Roe v. Wade, they came out for the midterms and abortion uh, apparently was high on the list for Democrats, okay? Because it's like a religion with these people. Like they're, they're trying to kill babies, okay? And before you say, oh, that's just, you're going too far. I'm not going too far. Uh, I guess there was a time when people, you know, it was safe, rare, and legal. And it was, nobody wants to make the decision. Now, listen, if you've been paying attention, you know, that's not it at all. It's hashtag shout your abortion and, and all that. And so there has, that, that's, don't even argue with me about the fact that this is something that is like a religion to these people. Okay. And it's sad, you know, it is absolutely sad. So my point being that Democrats, many of them, I would dare say most of them, but their platform anyway, is, is about abortion. And they're willing to die on that hill. They're willing to make that a litmus test even um, for, for those who run for office and, and all that. So I feel that this has got to be more than an issue. This is about morality. This is about character. This is about life. And so we should be willing to die on that hill too. Why? Because babies are dying. And with the reversal of Roe v. Wade, less babies have been dying. We want that number to zero. We don't want people wiped away by abortion. Now, I want to deal with some of the things Representative Mace said, and it sounds good and you hear it all the time. Uh, she said, I want people to know. I ran on, she said, the situation with rape and incest as it 
as it pertains to abortion. And she said, because I wanted people to know that I care about women. Let me tell you this, okay? I appreciate what she said, but caring about women is not, is not encouraging them to kill the life within them. People, she said, who are in difficult situations, okay? Caring about women is doing the things that the pro-life community has been doing, what adoption agencies have been doing, what churches have been doing, what families have been doing, what individuals have been doing. And that's coming alongside someone who finds herself in, in a situation that she did not plan or does not want to be in and saying, you can do this and you don't have to do it alone. And that's something that has been done. I, I wrote about the issue um, in my Substack. I wrote about the, the one year anniversary. I'll put the, the link in the show notes. I also put my a YouTube video that I did when we had that uh, reversal of Roe v. Wade a year ago. And I talked about that, how you hear people who are pro-abortion, they were saying things like, well, those pro-life people, you know, they only care about babies until they're born. Then they don't care anymore. And they better step up and they better start doing this then since there's no, since they're getting rid of abortion and whatever, or sending it back to the States, which they seem to have missed that part. But they were just like, oh, let's see if they step up now. See, and I'm like, you know what, guys, don't fall for that because it is it is um, a pro-life person who's been stepping up already, pro-life organizations stepping up already. Why? Because they care about women, and that includes women who are unfortunately um, raped, who are the victims of, of incest. As um, and Representative May said that she was raped as a teenager, and I want to, I want to, I want to talk about that also. Okay, do I feel that that a woman who is raped should then be encouraged to kill the life within her? No, I don't. The baby is innocent. The baby has done nothing wrong. There are many people who are who are doing great things, and even if they're not doing what we call great things, there are many people who are the product of rape because someone decided this baby should not pay for the violation of my body. This baby is as much a victim. And so what we want to do in that case is come alongside those women. This is what people are doing and walk with them through it. I, I am so sorry that Representative Mace was raped as a teenager, um, as she said. That should happen to no one. That's, that's horrible and it's despicable. And we don't want that to happen to anyone. But let's be real, okay? And when I say that, I mean, let's be real. We've gone through this over and over again. The statistics show most of the abortions are not because a woman is being raped or because she has been the victim of incest. That's a, 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 a small small segment of abortions. One is too, you know, is too many. One rate, one instance, too many. So I'm not making light of that, but I'm saying it's such a huge part of the conversation from people and it doesn't, it should not be because that's not what's happening. It's not like women are being raped and raped and raped and then having abor abortions. No, What's happening? That's not the case. It's a if, if it's if it's one percent. I hear about one percent. If it's even that, 
Okay, so that should not be, you know, the mountain of the argument, which people try to make it to be. So that's number one. Number two, again, I am sorry that Representative Mace was uh, a victim of rape as a teenager. But here's the thing, and I want to say this sensitively because I don't want to sound insensitive about, about the issue. But we cannot write policy or make laws based on people's personal experiences. The fact that she was raped cannot dictate public policy or laws, okay? Because there are so many emotions involved. Okay, you take gun gun rights. You you find someone whose loved one may have been killed because of gun violence and then they come out and they don't want, you know, they want to take the guns away from everyone and they're not thinking that the bad guys are not the ones who are going to turn in their guns. They're not thinking because they're emotionally involved in the situation. We cannot we cannot look at the second amendment or gun laws or any of those things based on a person's personal uh experience. That's dangerous because we all have some experiences and we've got emotions involved in all of that. And so I just want to say, concerning uh, Representative Mace's remarks, I appreciate that she said that we want fewer and fewer abortions, but she wants to, she wants to, you know, she wants to hammer down on the rape and the incest. And she also wants to make the issue, as she calls it, not, you know, it's it's not, doesn't make sense to um to have six weeks. I, I, we gotta show that we care and we've got to appeal to the voters and we have to, you know, we have to handle the issue properly. This is life we're talking about. And that's what happens when you are caught up in politics, when you are caught up in culture, you begin to look at a life and you see an issue. You see a voting block to appeal to. You don't see what really matters. And that happens to be people. Okay. In addition to that, we had um, former Vice President Mike Pence, and he used the term issue also. And um, I just want to take a look and a listen at what he had to say and then chime in on that also. It's so much more important than politics to me, but I also think, I also think it's a winning issue. I, I did this week call on every other candidate for the Republican nomination to support a minimum standard uh, uh, of a 15-week ban on abortion at, at the national level. I, I, that would align American law with most of the countries in Europe that literally ban abortion after 12 to 15 weeks. So now the situation is a winning issue. Again, the situation, that's another term. It's a winning issue. Now, I want to point out that at least uh, the, the 2024 presidential candidate, former Vice President Mike Pence, he did say it's so much more than politics to me. And I believe him. It's so much more than politics. But 
We got to appeal to this voting block. It is a winning issue. He's talking about a 15-week ban, which obviously Representative Mace is, uh, would agree with because, you know, six weeks is too soon for her. But, you know, 12 to 15 weeks is okay. And he's looking for 15 weeks. Obviously, he would rather, he's pro-life. He'd rather get rid of all of it. But, you know, that's the winning issue. The winning issue is about 15 weeks. We can win this as Republicans. Let me tell you, this is not a winning issue. This is not a losing issue. It's really not an issue. It's life. We need morality and we need true compassion. And so I, I dare say that Representative Mace is, is wrong, okay, when she says, I want to care about women. I want to care about women as much as I want to care about life. If you want to care about women, don't encourage them to kill their babies and don't tell them that they're not strong enough when they have gone through horrible circumstances. It's such an easier thing for you on the outside to look in and go, yeah, this is this is what you should do. Get, just get rid of that life and then you can get rid of what happened to you. It's not going to change the fact that somebody violated you if you were raped, which again, most abortions are not a result of that. But if that happened, or if you were not raped, but then you didn't expect to get pregnant and here you are, you know, telling the woman to, to get rid of the baby is not going to make it better. In fact, we know that it gets worse. We know that there's emotion, there are emotional issues involved. There are physical issues involved obviously spiritual issues involved. So better to say, hey, let me take your hand and walk you through this. You know what? Totally different situations or issues or whatever we want to call them, totally different. But I think the same thing with this whole transgender stuff. We have children who are truly going through identity crisis, in uh, an identity crisis in their life. And what do we say? We go, okay, so let's start chopping off your genitals. Yeah, it's so much easier for you to try to make the problem go away. It takes more. It takes more compassion to say, no, I, I know that you're struggling with issues with your body right now. I know you're struggling with issues with your identity right now, but let me hold your hand and let me walk you through this because the answer is not to try to make it go away. The answer is that we're going to walk you through this because it's bigger than an issue. It's bigger than politics. It's about compassion, true compassion true compassion and true compassion is not a quick fix it takes work it takes love it takes it takes walking with people and praying for and with people and so i'm just saying and it just happens to be that i saw this on this anniversary of the reversal of roe v wade but whether you want to call it a winning issue it, 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 that doesn't do it justice. And again, I know he said it's more than that to him, but we refer to it as a winning issue. And she talks about, you know, appealing to constituents and, and, you know, six weeks is, is too far when actually it's not far enough, because again, we should know when life begins at conception. And that's not, I mean, the Bible says, but the Lord said before, you know, I formed you. In the belly, I knew you. But even if you want to just take it from a scientific, you know, follow the science from a science perspective, life is there. Life didn't just kick in at 15 weeks or even six weeks. So let's deal with the issue and let's care about life. But to say, I know we cannot legislate morality. I understand that. And therefore, we get 
conversations like this, where she is disappointed that Governor Ron DeSantis would dare, dare want to say a six-week ban. I say we will take all the steps we possibly can because there have been thousands of lives saved even just in the last year. You have to go to my Substack and you can read that column. It's a public column. Many of my columns are for subscribers uh, only um, and many of them for paid subscribers. But this is a public column at adrianross.substack.com. Okay, one year. Where are we? after one year, the one-year reversal of Roe v. Wade from the Dobbs decision, okay? So check it out. I will put the link again in the show notes. So show notes, adrianross.substack.com. And so I'm, I'm grateful for the reversal of Roe v. Wade. And it's like the battle did not end there as people who are in the trenches. There are those who are really in the trenches and they'll tell you that it just became even more intense, more intense, but there've been some significant gains. So go to my Substack and check that out, see where we are. And also a survey done for likely voters and where they're, where they stand on various aspects of abortion. All right. So representative Mace, if you can somehow hear me, think about what I'm saying. Sorry, you went through what you went through, but let's be real. Most abortions are not taking place because of rape and incest. And even still, you want to be uh, an encourager and a supporter of women, then when she finds herself in a situation that she did not anticipate, that she maybe a one where she, that she did not deserve, then truly be compassionate and walk her through it. Don't put her or encourage her to be in a situation that adds to the stress and the pain down the road, which we know this abortion does. All right. So I just want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Adrian Ross show. I'm always glad when you're tuned in. And again, would you please give me your support um, by writing a rating, uh, writing a review and leaving a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Okay. Five-star rating write a review, please. I'd appreciate it. These things matter. You know, the left, they're doing their part. Many of us on the right, we're struggling to get people to even take a moment and just click uh, five stars. And those things matter. People need to see that we care about the issues that we're in the fight. We're not giving up. We're going to stand and I'm going to stand and I need your support. So if you would write a review, leave a rating, that would be wonderful. If you would subscribe to the Adrian Ross show on YouTube, that would be fabulous. All right. Those things matter. And so wherever you can click like and all that, those, the algorithm is, you know, that whole thing. I don't understand all that, but I know those things are important. So subscribe, like, comment, and share. Left, they're going to share their stuff. I need you to share mine as well. I need your support at adrianross.substack.com. adrianross.substack.com. Would you consider being a paid subscriber? It is super cheap. It's $5 a month. That's it. $5 a month. I mean, you can't get a sandwich for $5, right? And you get $5, you get my columns, uh, premium content, uh, 
regular uh regular basis content best of the best content as a paid subscriber it's fifty dollars uh, a year or $5 a month. And so if you do the $50 a year, you get 17% off. And then there's the gold subscription. That's those who want to go above and beyond in their support. And there's some perks involved with that. So go to uh, adrianross.substack.com slash uh, subscribe, and you can see those options as well. And so I would appreciate it because there's work to be done and I'm committed to doing that work. As you can see, we are hundred plus episodes and counting, God willing. So also go to the BMG network because there are other people who are engaged in the fight. If you did not see the last episode, the 100th celebration, then you need to see that so that you can meet the others on the Adrian, on not the Adrian Ross show, on the BMG network, which includes the Adrian Ross show. All right. We have Maddie Flint and we have Ted Flint. And then we have obviously the boss of the whole thing. And that's, uh, that is Mr. BMG himself, Kenny Burns, and then Michael Hansen and Kenny and Mike are about to start up their, their podcast again, been missing that. So we're looking forward to, to that the bmgnetwork.com and show your support there. All right. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Adrian Ross show. I will catch you next time. All right. Make sure you check out the show notes for the links and all the good stuff. God bless you abundantly.